the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 19 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna and I'm nine. I'm Liam and I'm six. We've got a fun show for you today, some great news. We're going to talk about that PG-13 rating for The Force Awakens, which, eh, depending on who you are, isn't great news. And we'll have some canon news about Maz Kanata's castle. Uh, also a joke and a special announcement about our next episode. But first, let's talk about the Star Warsy stuff we've been up to. Liam, can you think of any Star Warsy stuff you've been uh, up yeah, to? There was something we did, but some, I forgot what it was. Some Star Warsy thing we've been doing a little bit recently. Anna, can you think of anything? Battlefront. Ah, uh, yes. Something I never thought we would talk about in our Star Warsy stuff, and that is Star Wars Battlefront. We split a PlayStation 4 with uh, our friends Tony and Aaron. And uh, so now we have access to a PlayStation 4, and we bought the Battlefront bundle. And, uh, and we've been playing a little bit of Battlefront. Now, I want to say that Battlefront is a video game that is rated T for teen. But... Um, it's really not that bad. I, I looked at it, and I thought, you guys could play it, but you know, you're not going to play it that much. Um, I think it's mostly something where it, it's, it's pretty realistic. Like, when you do some of the missions, uh, it's, kinda, it's like you're shooting the people on the screen. And you know that it's fake. And you know that there's no people who are actually getting hurt because of it or anything like that. Um, but I, I do think, though, that if you played it enough, um, you know, there's, there's a little bit of things that I think that happen in your brain, maybe, right? Where it's like, um, you know, it's like even though I know, like I tell you guys, like I don't think there's anything wrong with swearing. But... Um, I think that if you say a swear word out loud when you're a kid, it makes it easier for you to say that swear word, um, you know, again. And maybe you'll say it again in a situation where you shouldn't, right? So it's a good idea to just practice not saying them. At least, you know, when you're a kid. Once you get older, then you have better control over that stuff. So I think when you're a little, little kid, which neither of you are little, little kids, but, you know, you're young, um playing a, a game like Battlefront a lot, I think, could make you more aggressive, possibly. Right? Could make you think, um, maybe think about about shooting more than you should, right? Now, I know that you would never actually pick up a gun, right? And shoot it. I know that. I know that about you guys, right? But, mm -hmm. but I think that... Unless you told us to. <laughs> no, even if I told you to, you shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I guess if we did, like, target practice or something on a on a very controlled range. I mean, I've mm -hmm. gone one time with your uncle. We went to a gun range, and, and I shot a gun at a target. So, I guess in that way, um, it would Were be okay. Were you in a separate room? No. Who was there? Hmm? Who was there? Other people who were also shooting guns at targets. Yeah. It's not something I really felt That's totally... dangerous. It is, but everybody is... Yeah, it is. I mean, it can be, but I, people were there to shoot the targets. So, you know, it's, it's something that uh, did make me feel a little bit uncomfortable doing it. But I know that I wasn't hurting anybody. And I think I feel a little bit the same way about some video games. Um, one time I played a video game called Call of Duty 
Black Ops. And it was a game where you were kind of like in an actual war. I mean, obviously it wasn't real, it was a video game, but you were actually playing, you were being a person in in a war that actually happened on Earth, right? And you were pretending like you were someone in that war. And that made me really uncomfortable playing that game because I was pretending to kill people who lived in an actual part of the world where there actually was a war and people actually did die. I think something like Star Wars, it's, it's removed from reality, which makes it less personal, makes it less creepy to do, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that said, you guys have played... Uh, what have you played? Anna, you played the X-Wing. You both played the X-Wing level. Anna, mm -hmm. you, really, you really got good at that one, just in the one time you played it. Yeah, I liked it, except I like kind of like the snow one better. That was probably my favorite one. Oh, that's the like the practice level where you're they're just showing you kind of how to move and you can shoot the little probe droids, right? That mm -hmm. one where you're walking around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that one was fun. How about you, Liam? What was one of your favorite things that you did? The Darth Vader thing. Yeah, when you're Darth Vader on on Hoth. Or yeah. you can be there in the rebels' base and you're invading it. <laughs> yeah. And if you, you like, get it, they pass the level. The Empire, the Emperor is like good job, Lord Vader, and it's really creepy because he shocks like the four remaining rebels. It's yeah. creepy. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of creepy. But Liam, how did you feel when you played that Darth Vader level? Did it feel like I was killing? And also, it felt good. It didn't feel like you were killing because you knew good. it was just a video game, and it felt good. Sometimes it's fun to pretend to be bad, isn't it? It is fun. It is fun. It's normal and healthy for kids sometimes to pretend to be bad. I like I like when there's just a bunch of people that I just I just, I, I like how I'm just um invincible. Mm -hmm. I can just I can uh, so I can just walk through the base, swinging my lightsaber around, cutting people's heads off, stabbing them all over the place, and stuff. <laughs> mm. I, I cut a rebel's butt off. You cut a rebel's butt off. <laughs> Cut off a rebel's butt? Yep. Oh, yeah. No, literally, okay. we, like, kind of, as we saw them <laughs> no, the port fall. No, but, but, but things don't actually, their heads don't come off when you are using your lightsaber. Mm -mm. Do they? No. No, you just kind of, you're just imagining that, right? Like, you don't actually see any blood or anything. No. If it was yeah. in real life, then yes. Oh, the sure, they would. Cut yeah. Off, yeah. The yeah. butt would cut off. And, and that's, that's interesting, you know, because that, you know, a kid's imagination is is more violent than any video game could be. The things that you kids think of sometimes uh, is more gory and violent than something like Battlefront. You know, you're imagining heads being cut off. They don't show that in Battlefront. You know, so that's why I think it's interesting. I, I think feel a, way... I think a lot of... <laughs> yeah. Way... Well... Way more intense, gross, <laughs> scary mind than Battlefront. Yes, let's not plumb the depths of Liam's dark mind today. <laughs> but but Jeez. but my point is that I think I think people get really freaked out about uh, violent games like Battlefront. And I think there's a lot of overreaction. Now I totally respect people if they don't want their kids to play video games. I am I'm all about that, you know, good for you. Uh, I have nothing against that. But what's right for our family is that uh, I'm okay with you guys playing it every now and then. Because you have a strong foundation of reality. Uh, you guys know what's real and what's not. I'm not worried about it. So that's fun. Battlefront. In a million years, I never thought we would get to play Battlefront 
in our home. And people listening might think, Al, what's your username? I want to play a mission with you online. Well, I have not paid the $50 a year or whatever it is to do the online stuff. Um, just haven't done it. Not sure if we're going to. Probably not going to. Because the PlayStation 4 is expensive enough the way it is. Um, you know, that's it's pricey. And my internet's probably not good enough to do it anyway. Uh, so right now we're just doing stuff on the PlayStation and I can, I'm really looking forward to doing like the, the co-op missions where we play together to oh, do a mission and we can also play against each other, which is pretty fun. So we haven't gotten there yet we'll because we have, yeah. two, we have two remotes. We do have two remotes. So we have, or controllers they're called. Yes. Uh, we, but we haven't, we haven't played enough to be able to do that yet with each other. Cause you guys, you know, we're all beginners. I think I'm a little more advanced than you because I've played quite a few video games, but... Uh, like that. Like that. I've played video games like that, yes. Yeah, what, what other Star wars stuff we got going on? What, uh, you guys had your first little itty-bitty kind of Christmas present. What was that? It was, um, uh, Force Awakens ornament that mm -hmm. had the good guys on one side and the bad guys on another. True. Jeez. I don't need to say it all. It's my present and your present. <laughs> I was okay. Like, I was like, I, I was uh, trying to talk. How about you say something, Liam, about uh, what you got from the Tooth Fairy? I lost my second tooth, and I got um, something from the Tooth Fairy, and I and that thing was Star a Star Wars pack of trading cards and uh, two dollars. Mm, that's right, Liam. Yeah, so you got some more Star Wars trading cards. Uh, getting quite a collection. I wonder if your cousins have trading cards. You know what I might do? I might buy each of them. Maybe Mommy and I will give each of them from our family a little pack of trading cards for Christmas. And then you can bring your trading cards. We could trade. You could say, hey, do you want to trade some cards? I'll give you one of these for one of those. And then Including me? Sure, yeah. Yay! Yeah, we'll bring you Because I don't got much cards. compared to Liam. Hmm, right. Uh but, uh, but yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. I know that, you know, most of your cousins are, are into Star Wars, so that'll be good. Well, let's head on over to the news. So, J.J. Abrams and some of the cast from The Force Awakens were on a late-night talk show called Jimmy Kimmel Live. Do you guys know what a late-night talk show is? I think what that so. Is? What do you think it is? It's Anna? where people go on stage mm -hmm. at the late night and just talk about something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've watched a few of them before. What? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Really? J.J. Abrams. Oh, J.J. Oh, Abrams. You've, you've seen maybe like an interview with him? Yeah. Yeah, so there's like a host, and the host of this one, because of Jimmy Kimmel, uh, there's a host, and he the host will interview people. Um, there's usually some jokes and like maybe little little skits, kind of little funny things that they do, and some music usually. Anyway, so late night talk show, Jimmy Kimmel Live. J.J. Um, Abrams was on there, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel interviewed him and asked Abrams if he could say what the first word. He said, "What is the first word in The Force Awakens?" And J.J. Abrams said, "The first spoken word." And Jimmy Kimmel said, yes. And J.J. Abrams told him what it was. You want to hear it? Yeah. This. Huh? <laughs> this is the first word of The Force Awakens. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that? 
<laughs> it doesn't tell you anything, does it? I don't care about that. <laughs> I don't care about it. It's kind of silly, isn't it? <laughs> like, I don't care I, I think, about that. Yeah. I think the interesting part of it, though, is that J.J. Abrams asked for clarification. He said the first spoken word? Yeah. Hmm, what he does that mean? It probably means, like, the opening crawl. Yes, I think so, Anna. And And I think we've always assumed that this that The Force Awakens is going to have an opening crawl, but I think J.J. Abrams just confirmed it. So we will see an opening crawl. Well, all Star Wars movies to have that, that would just be breaking the tradition. Yeah, well... So I'm pretty sure, I was pretty sure. He yeah, would. sometimes you got to break tradition, though. Do you think that Rogue One is going to have an opening crawl? No. Maybe not. It's not a Star Wars movie. It's not an original Star Wars movie. No, is this an original Star Wars movie that's coming out? Yes. Really? How is it original? Because it's in the trilogy. It's oh, in the trilogy. Oh, it's, it's one I mean, of the like, trilogy it's in the movies. Trilogy. It, it's a, it's a part of the saga. I yes. think is how they're saying. And uh, Rogue One is a, a Star Wars Stand story, up. a standalone, an anthology. I don't think they've quite decided what they're it's going to call it yet. It's not called a standalone anymore. What is it? Called? Well, it was called anthology, but now it's called a Star Wars story. So I'm not sure. I don't think they've decided yet. Anyway, uh, so that's pretty cool to know. You know, we got an opening crawl. Yes, I'm happy about that. One thing that I'm a little less happy about makes me a little sad, but actually I don't really care all that much about it. But it is news, is that The Force Awakens is rated PG-13. What does this mean for us? It what? can't go in the theater. Oh, it yes, does not we mean can. <laughs> what if I, but, but what if it's scary? Well, let's think of some other PG-13 movies we've watched. Um, The Avengers? You haven't watched The Avengers, well, but you I mean, watched like, Guardians of the Guardians Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we've also watched a bunch of other movies that are PG-13. Well, not a bunch, but you've watched the Harry Potter PG-13 Guardians movies. Guardians of the Galaxy, there's a part that we can't watch. There is? We don't skip a part in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. No. Uh, Harry Potter, the PG-13 movies, I kind of pre-watched, and we skipped a few parts, but we didn't really have to. The PG-13 movie is, five, is six and five, six and seven, I think. Hmm? What are the PG-13 movies in Star Wars? And the only Star Wars movie Potter. that... I mean, oh, in Harry Potter. Potter. Um, four, five, six, and seven. Isn't it? I think so. Four, five, six, seven, part one, and seven, part two. It's a lot of PG-13. And, you know, those movies, the, the reason they're PG-13 is because there's some creepy stuff in them. Like, I think the third one should definitely be PG-13. Yeah, right, and that's, that's PG. That's the scariest one. Because that one has Dementors, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we're talking about Harry Potter, people. So, um, you know, if you haven't seen it, nah, we're not going to spoil anything. But, um, but, yeah, so Ant-Man, we went to that in the movie theater. That was rated PG-13. I'm not quite sure why. Maybe there was a few... Swear words in it? I don't know. Yeah, there was swear words in it. Yeah. And but, I think there might be, like, some inappropriate stuff. Barely. Yeah, but barely. You know, I don't think J.J. Abrams is going to do anything too shocking. I think there's probably some, you know, some blood. Like, we see blood on Finn's helmet in the trailer. But that's not We see not a little much. bit of blood on, on Poe's face in the trailer. Um, and we also see... Like dead bodies behind mm, that Sure, sure. But it's not too bad. I, I, I really think I really think it's not gonna be any worse than 
Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back or A New Hope. Or in the or New Attack Hope. of the Clones. I mean, I don't know. A New <laughs> Hope. Um, yeah. um, I think when we see the dead corpses of mm. Owen and Baru. Yeah, Owen yeah. and Baru. That's yeah. probably the creepiest part of that movie. Yep. And it's actually not too creepy. Mm, yeah, if you look close enough, it's pretty creepy. But, yeah, but if but you don't pretty, look close it's enough. It's pretty fast. It's pretty quick. So, so what does PG-13 mean? It means parents are strongly cautioned, as some material may not be suitable for children under 13. So what does PG mean? Mm. It means some material may not be suitable for children. How is that different? I don't know. What PG-13 is saying is that if the kid is over 13, parents probably shouldn't worry about it. But if they're under 13, maybe they should worry about it. But if it's just PG, then it's saying parents should worry about it for their kids. What's the difference? <laughs> I, I don't know what the difference is there. So there might maybe a few... A few things. Yeah, and, and, and there are, like, when they define it, they say PG might be, you know, uh, PG might be someone dies, but you don't see blood. And PG-13 might be someone dies and you see blood. Yeah. Right, and that's the difference. They have these real specific differences. But you know what? Then it says at the very end of, like, the descriptions on what makes something PG and what makes something PG-13. Then it says the people who decide what makes something PG and PG-13... They can just say something's PG-13, even if it doesn't have those things in it. If they just feel like it should be PG-13, they can make it. Really? Yep. That's crazy. It's very, it's called arbitrary. That means one movie might not very be PG. Very arbitrary. It's very Ar arbitrary. One movie might... That rhymes! <laughs> so, that, an arbitrary like means... movie of Harry Potter. Sure. Arbitrary means that the rules are not applied consistently. Right? The rules might not apply the same to one movie as they apply to another movie. So one movie might be PG, and it might be more violent than another movie that's PG-13. And, get this, there might be a movie that doesn't have any violence in it, and no swear words in it at all. But if it has one breast, it'll be R. A woman's breast would make it R. That is crazy! <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So now this has become like a, a total discussion about ratings and not The Force Awakens necessarily. But I'm trying to illustrate how ratings don't really mean that much. They really don't. And I wish, I wish people wouldn't... I don't want people to not go to this movie because it's rated PG-13. And, and I want people to go to it, if they're worried about their kids watching it, go first. Go without your kids. See what it's like. Chances are your kids are going to be able to handle it. That's my guess. Unless they're really, really little. Um, you know, let's just, uh, let's just withhold judgment until we actually see the movie. Because there's a lot of ratings out there that are ridiculous. Like, there's a movie called Matrix. You kids haven't seen it. But Matrix is rated R. Now, with Matrix, there's a lot of violence. There's a lot of shooting of guns. But there's not, there's hardly any blood. Uh, I was going to show it to you kids, actually. I was th I was considering checking it out from the library and watching it with you. Because it's really not that violent of a movie. It's not that bad of a movie. It's a, it's a really cool movie and really fun to watch. Uh, and it shouldn't be R, but it is. So, anyway, let's withhold judgment. Let's go to the movie. Yeah! And, uh, you yeah. know, with you kids, I'm yeah. confident. You guys, you guys will be able to handle it. 
I'm not uh, scared of there's not gonna be any witches. There's not going to be any burning Anakin in there, trust me. Finally, in the news, Star Wars Rebels has been renewed for a third season! <gasps> Yahoo! There's going to be a third Rebels season! Rebels is awesome! So I'm so glad there's going to be a third season! I think Rex is going to die. Really? Yeah. He might. He's old. He he's is like, old, and he's getting older quickly. Yes, one yeah. year is two years. Mm -hmm. He's like 90. So you think Rex might die of old age? Yes, he's oh. like 90 yeah. years old right now. That'd be a nice way for him to go. Yeah. Live out his like days 90. on... Maybe he'll live out his days. Maybe he'll retire on Alderaan. Oh. Wait. Then he would... <laughs> <laughs> what? Then he would die because Alderaan got blown up. <laughs> yes, yes he would. On Naboo, maybe. Oh, sure. Naboo isn't really a war planet too much. Other than it's the Emperor's home world. Mm -hmm. Sidious's mom and dad, if they were still alive, mm -hmm. and his brother and sister, yeah. they would be really, really, really sad that their, that their son and brother yeah. is turning to the dark side yeah. trying to kill them. They'd be really disappointed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they would be sad. They'd say, I expect more from you, Sheev. Sheev? That's his name. Really? Yeah. That's really? his first name. Yeah, his first name is Sheev. Wow, I had no idea. <laughs> hey, and there's your canon news. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But that is actually some canon news that I know I've told you guys before, but you forget it because it's I not, not something that's used a lot. I it, forgot that. It is I there. Forgot. It was in the book Tarkin. That's where they we first saw the name Sheev. Tarkin called him Sheev. <laughs> All right. The canon news song, yeah, the canon news song, yeah. 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 So I'm going to really quick give a refresher on what canon news is for uh, our new listeners, which we might have new listeners. So so canon news is uh, things that we've learned about the Star Wars universe that we didn't know already. Uh, maybe, you know, um, what planet this character is from, or... Uh, you know, what is Leia called in The Force Awakens? What kind of title does she have? Or, you know, what planet is Maz Kanata's castle on? That kind of stuff. Um, Ooh, that's what I really want to... And um, that's not our canon news for the day, but we do have... Yeah, but I, 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 I know what planet You know what it is, but we won't it's say it. It's on the one that Paul um, <clears throat> flies in the X-ray. Oh, you think so? Uh -huh. mm, we don't know. We don't know that for sure. I guess. Mm, probably, yeah. <laughs> it so, looks exactly like it. So. But we do have some canon news about Maz Kanata's castle. Not necessarily her planet that she's on, but the castle. We have learned from the short story, The Face of Evil, which is one of those new short stories that came out. The cover of this short story has two of those really cute-looking furry guys... <laughs> And they name they name the species in this book in this short story, but I I can't remember what they're called. Uh, that could have been our canon news, but it's not. Uh, in this story, uh, by the way, I'm not really spoiling anything about that short story. But if you don't want to know anything about it, just skip ahead a minute or two. In the story, we see a criminal seeking refuge at Maz Kanata's castle. Some things we learn are that quote it was said that all are welcome for a price. So we know that at Maz Kanata's castle, everybody's welcome, but they might have to pay some money. Uh, now, we also learn, quote, the outlaw would not be accepted 
would not be given more than the token courtesy all beings received for free. One night, no questions asked. Food, water, and shelter from the storm. So we know that at Maz Kanata's castle, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, you will have shelter there for one night. No questions asked. Right? And you'll get some food and water and shelter, right? Now after that, the book said, this, this criminal who's seeking refuge, who's seeking a safe place, right? This criminal would have to leave or pay a lot of money to stay there. So it's a safe haven, but not necessarily just for wealthy criminals. If, if you are it's a wealth, wealthy criminal, if you are a wealthy criminal, if you have a lot of money and you're a criminal, it sounds like you could pay a lot of money to stay at Mons Kanata's castle, and and you'll find protection there, right? But also maybe someone who's on the run from the law, but they haven't done anything really bad, right? Maybe someone like maybe caught. Like Han, maybe like maybe like Han, maybe someone who's trying to hide from the First Order because they left and they weren't supposed to. Like Finn. Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know how long Maz Kanata has had this castle, but I wonder whether or not it would be a, the kind of place where a Jedi would seek refuge uh, during Order sixty six. What's refuge? Refuge means like a safe place, a safe protected protected place, right? So, I wonder, did she did did Maz Kanata, if she had this castle, at the time of the end of Revenge of the Sith, could it have been a place where Jedi came and found safe, found safe a safe place there, safe harbor? You know, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. And Maz Kanata seems to know something about the Force. Could yeah. Maz Kanata have been a Jedi during Order 66? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. You think, nah. you think she could have been, Liam? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. And those people but, are all just I don't know. People. This could be something that we explore on the question and answer council extravaganza, but we'll get to that. And We're not quite the there guys, yet. All the guys worked for the Resistance. Mm-hmm. They did, but they, so Maz Kanata got them to join her at a place, mm -hmm. and that's Maz Kanata's castle. Hmm. Now, in that one trailer, we see the people gathered around that table, Han and mm -hmm. Leia. Could that be in Maz Kanata's castle? No. no. Anna says no. You've heard it here first, people. That's I just have Anna. very strong opinions. Anna. That's it. I Anna. just have very strong opinions. Let's have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. Why couldn't the resistance fighter afford a new flight suit? Why? He was Poe. Huh? What? Why Look could... at that. He is Poe. So, uh, okay, all right. Well, I Can hope some people it? listen. Oh, sure, I'll explain it. Yes, uh, Poe, poor, poor, Poe. He was poor. He was Poe. Oh, yeah. okay, that's funny. <laughs> you should have said he was poor. 
Poe. But Poe is a kind of a, a, a different way to. You could have said you could mm. said poor. But then it wouldn't po be funny. <laughs> I said poer. Po poer. He was poer. Poor. He was poer. Poor poor. <laughs> he was Poe. I don't know. But that doesn't explain the Poe at all. Yeah, How I can't. Poor. He can't I mean. afford anything. He's Poe. Who's so, gonna Who's gonna know you? You mean poor? People in the South. Here I am again with my southern accent. You Poe. I'm Poe. I can't afford nothing. I'm Poe. <laughs> okay, that that makes sense. That actually because it's kind of offensive. I'm sorry to anyone in the South listening. That is that is kind of offensive. But but Poe is a way that people pronounce the word poor. So wow, this joke segment is taking a long time. Yes. So but that's okay. You know, sometimes you have to explain jokes. They're not as funny when you have to explain them. But sometimes you have to explain no, jokes. No, they're that's not okay. funny at all. Uh, Alright, we're going to have a really quick review. Let's go have a review. Today we're going to have a quick review. We're going to review Battlefront. We've already talked about it. Uh-huh. Quick review. In three words. Give me a three-word review of Battlefront. Anna. It was awesome. That's what <laughs> I was going to say. Oh. You could you could mix it up a little bit, Liam. Three-word review, Liam. You got one? I'll, uh, maybe I can think of one. I loved it. I loved it. It was awesome. I loved it, and I'm Poe now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it costs a lot of money, so now I'm Poe. <laughs> I'm Poe now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you should just say I'm Poe now, since I'm really good, since I'm really good at riding X-wings. Oh. Now I'm I'm Poe for that reason too. I, I was pretty good at that X-wing round, wasn't I? And yeah, and so you had to ride an X-wing, so now you're you Poe. You're the worst. You're bragging. <laughs> no, just kidding. You're the best. Awesome. I know what I'm good at. It's you're, okay you're to say that bragging. I'm good at something. You're good at bragging. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm good at bragging. <laughs> yes, you're good at bragging. I know my strength. I'm an awesome bragger. Yeah, you I'm are. The, the best bragger you've ever met. You're bragging right now. <laughs> Faux show. All right. <laughs> Faux show. No, Poe, show! <laughs> Faux show on Poe. Okay. <laughs> Faux We're gonna go. show on Poe. You're totally making fun of the... No, I'm South not. South accent or whatever? South accent. No, I'm not. I'm really not. Okay, today we are not going to do a question and answer council. Instead, we're going to talk about next week's episode, which will be the question and answer council extravaganza. No, no, no you said it no, wrong. No, no, no. It mm. will be, it'll be um, TFA Q&A council. Sure, yeah. Can, can I? Can sure, I, yeah, you try. Children of the Forces pre-TFA Q&A Council Extravaganza. There we go. <laughs> Children of the Forces pre-TFA Q&A Council Extravaganza. 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 
We're hoping to get as many voices as we can on the show asking all sorts of questions about The Force Awakens and Star Wars in general. For those who need a refresher, the Question and Answer Council is something we've been doing on the show here since day one. It goes like this. Person A asks a question, Person B and Person C take turns answering the question, giving explanation for their answers when appropriate, and then Person A answers his or her own question. And then we go around. Person B does it, then, you know, we keep going. We want you, yes, you, if you're listening to this, to join us. You can do this one of two ways. The first way is go to speakpipe.com slash childrenoftheforce and leave us a message. There's a link to that on our website, which is childrenoftheforce.com. It's on the left-hand side of the page. Leave us a message. Leave us a question. The second way is join us between the hours of 3 and 5 p.m. Central on December 6th via Skype and ask us the question in person. Well, as much as Skype is in person, I guess. To join us via Skype, just send me an email at forcechildren at gmail.com or direct message me on Twitter. We are at forcechildren on Twitter with a preferred time. So I want just let me know what time between 3 and 5 would work for you. Uh, If it all works, then I will schedule a time for you and then we'll give you a call. It might be a little bit messy, but I'm hoping that through the magic of editing, we'll put together something pretty special. And before you think, oh, I couldn't possibly add my voice to the podcast, remember that it's just one question and a round of answers. And I'm thinking nobody will be on the show for more than 10 or 15 minutes before we have to go say goodbye and go on to the next person and the next question. My hope in this is to include exactly what I think is so important in fandom, a variety of voices. The more the better. New fans, old fans, we're all excited about Star Wars. And there's nothing more fun than hearing that excitement spill out onto podcasts across the internet. And I want to be one of those podcasts that spills all over. We're going to have our Skype on and running from 3 to 5 p.m. Central Time on December 6th. And all voices are welcome to join the program. So really quick, like a... uh, uh, an example question of something you might ask is like, who is going to lose a limb in The Force Awakens? Who do you think will lose a limb? What's do a we, limb? A limb, like an arm or a leg or something, right? Do oh, we think I, someone's I going to lose a limb, you know? Um, there's yeah. other questions. People have already submitted questions um, because I, I'm trying to get the word out on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, you know, another question might be, um, you know, of all the ships that we've seen in the Force Awakens trailers, which one is your favorite? Which, which ship do you think will be your favorite in the Force Awakens? Stuff like that. And we'll have a good big, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna, uh, spark discussion. Uh, questions will be answered. Answers will be questioned. Should be fun. So, that's, that's next week. We're gonna do that Sunday. So I hope, I hope people call in. Uh, really quick, I want to check in with you kids. What are the kids at school saying these days about Star Wars? I know, Anna, you told us something last week about mm-hmm. um, some kids who thought that Disney was going to ruin this movie. Uh, and that really, um, you know, I put that up on Twitter. It got some good response. That people were pretty shocked that kids would say that. But, but I think it's important, you know, I think you guys, you guys have a, a unique take on, on Star Wars and you talk with your friends about it and, uh... Anything, anything from, from the kids at school uh, that, that you guys would like to share? What are the kids saying? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing new? Well, they're, they're talking about the old Star Wars movies and the Clone Wars a lot. Oh. But barely any Rebels, barely any Force Awakens. Oh, really? Maybe they're just not their type. Maybe they just like that stuff. 
because it's already came out. Two of my friends like the like the prequels. So two of your friends in your new class really like the prequels and the Clone Wars. Wait, are the I mean like four, five, and six are those the prequels? Oh, the original. Or? Yes. The original. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's cool. So are they? They must be excited about the Force Awakens then. Yeah, but they also really like Episode One. Cool. All right, how about you, Anna? Any, anything? Well, anything something new? else. My friend at school said that he thought that Anakin was really weird in the first movie. When he was a kid. When he was a yeah. little kid. Little Annie. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, kids are weird. <laughs> well, what? You are. Kids are awkward and weird. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean... Uh, People have taken. People have said that uh, Jake Lloyd didn't do the best acting. Even George Lucas said that it was really hard to direct Jake Lloyd to to get him to kind of do what what he wanted him to do. But he was ten. I mean, of course, you know, kid child actors are kind of hit and miss. Uh, either they have it or they don't. And I don't know. I mean, I think Jake Lloyd did a great job in a lot of those scenes. I mean, when he says it's working. It's working. I mean, seriously, I'm like getting chills on my arms just thinking about that scene. A lot of that has to do with the music, of course. Thank you, John Williams. But Jake Lloyd carried that scene, too. It's working. It's working. And he it did. It was like, it's working. It's working. That would be boring. Right. He, he put some real heart into that. Um, it's when working. He went, it's working. Oh, I know. When he was brought before the Jedi Council, I think he did a great job talking to the Jedi Council and showing that he was nervous. You know? I mean, I, I don't know. What do you expect from a kid that age? I think he did a good job, but... I'm but, a kid that age, <clears throat> and Liam's a kid younger than that. Right. Well, I'm, I'm halfway to down. I'm nine and a half, so... Yeah, yeah. So, but that's interesting that your one of your friends is saying saying that. And it's, it's good to hear. You know, it's good to know what kids are saying. Not just you two kids, but all kids. Uh, so, you know, um, just had an idea. So we kind of ha- are going to check in at the end of each episode. What are the kids saying? I would like to know if you listen to this and you are a kid, or if you listen to this and you have a kid, let me know what your kids are saying. Let, you know, uh, record your kid and, uh, you know, send it in and we'll play them on the show. Or, you can call in as a parent or an uncle or aunt or caretaker of any kind and say, you know, my kid's saying this. My kid's really excited about um, about the new Inquisitors. Or my kid's having a real hard time. I totally uh, forgot about Rebels since, <laughs> my, since my two friends and all the people that like Star Wars in my class never talk about Rebels. Mm, yeah. Yeah, isn't that interesting? It's kind of what are you surrounded by, right? Mm-hmm. And we've been watching Rebels, but we haven't been doing Reaction Core episodes about Rebels. So, Which I just don't think we're going to do anymore because... Yeah, we'll see. We might. Force like Awakens is coming. special episodes, like the first one and the last one, because mm-hmm. they'll start it and finish it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we should do the ones in the middle because it'll just take too much time. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it does take quite a bit of time. And I like that we're doing it every Monday. We're doing this really, these fun you know, kind of regular episodes because there's a lot of news, a lot of stuff coming up. Liam, you had something to say? Nope. Okay. So, now we're going to have some shout-outs really quick. Uh, shout-out to Bob, Evan, Roy, and Jared, 
who have already either submitted questions for our pre-TFA Q&A extravaganza, or have said that they'll come on the show. I'm really looking forward to this Sunday and all the great discussion these questions are going to spark. Remember, add your voice to the mix. Add your kid's voice to the mix. But if you could see that there's already so much people that have replied mm -hmm. to us, yeah. Then, if you kind of want to, then maybe don't, because we don't want too much. <laughs> we don't want too much, but if you really want to, you can. It'll be like four hours long. Yeah, you know we, don't, what, we don't want too much. The greatest thing is that if we can't get to all of them, if people send them in, we can do them on the next shows. Oh, yeah, I yeah, guess. Exactly. So, yeah, just send them do in. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. And we'll do our best to fit you in on, on Sunday, but if we can't... Um, you know, and, and, and also we do want people to, to be Monday? live, to call. You mean Monday? No, Monday? we're going to do this one on Sunday, because if we do it on Sunday, more people will be able to call in. We'll be able to talk to people on Skype and get, get that and live And we'll have more time. Yeah, yeah. Because usually we record on Monday. We're recording this on Monday, right? And that's what you kids are used to. But we're going to do this one on Sunday. Big two-hour episode. Should be fun. All right, well, I think that's going to be it for us. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 19 of Children of the Force. If you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us. You can please contact us. That's what Liam wants me to say. Isn't that right, Liam? Yeah. You can please contact us at Twitter. Uh, we are at Force Children. Please like us on Facebook. We are Children of the Force on Facebook. Please email us forcechildren at gmail.com please visit our website www.childrenoftheforce.com and while you're on our website please click on the link on the left hand side of the page that says send children of the force a voicemail that'll take you to the speak pipe page where you can leave us a voicemail you can leave us that question you want to you can leave us a comment too uh, please do any of those things please and finally please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. And actually, you know what? I'm going to really quick go. And I forgot. I'm going to do one more shout-out. I already included Jared in the, the other shout-out that I gave. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to include him again. Uh, as Joaquin Slowly, which is his Twitter handle, he uh, left us a review on iTunes. Yay! An iTunes Yay! review! And here is what it says. One of my must-listen Star Wars podcasts, Children of the Force, is very well done and always entertaining. I'm a firm believer that Star Wars is for everyone. Hey, we are too. And specifically, for children and families. But so much of the fandom focuses on adult perspectives exclusively. Al, along with Anna and Liam, provide a much-needed look at how kids feel about Star Wars, and they do so incredibly well with warmth, passion, and fun. Oh my goodness. Thank you! Awesome! That's Jared, the nicest person in fandom, right there. That's, that's his title. Hey, that's just gonna make people feel sad. I don't care. That's his title. That's the title I'm giving him. The nicest person in fandom. So thank you for that, Jared. Really appreciate it. Four Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may the Force be with you. Bye. <laughs>
today we are going to review that dog barking. Yep. What did you guys think of that dog barking on a scale of one to ten? Oh, it was um uh, probably eight. Eight, huh? Probably yeah. zero. Zero. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a solid seven. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me hear if it's still going. I might I might want to change my score. You know, I might go with eight because it's still going. Eight, you know, longevity. That's it's important in a dog bark. Like, there's a movie called Matrix. You kids haven't seen it. But Matrix is rated R. And what? I don't know... Well, you haven't seen it. You don't know. But no, I, but I was I, going to... I can tell, because you're like, this movie is rated R. Oh, right. I can just tell by the sound of your voice, because I've known you for so long, <laughs> so, that I can say, like, what the heck? Hear that, Jared? The nicest person in fandom. People will think <laughs> that is cut out of the podcast. What what are people gonna think? That's rude? People are gonna think it's rude. They think because I, they're they, gonna think I'm the nicest. No, they're gonna think uh, yes, they're gonna think mm. I'm the nicest. Why are you saying that? I'm the mm. nicest. I, don't I think, think most people just people sad. Will, they'll yeah. just be sad that you, you didn't know what? say that because they I think be. most people who listen to this will understand. You know, Liam, that's a that's a valid concern, Liam, but guess what? Most people will agree with me. And they will say, yeah, he's right. He is the nicest guy in fandom. So. But. <laughs> anyway. Is he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Stop. Uh, Stop talking about it. We're done. We're done probably. talking about it. Maybe not. We're done talking what? about it. We're done. We're done. We're done. Ready? Look at how my tunes feel. Okay, okay. Ready, set, go. See, see. Oh, I thought we were going to say. Ready, set.